0: Oh, transetters, this is episode 614 of the Transmove podcast. My name is Tim Egg, and if you have a question for the show, jump on through to the website, transmove.com, or send me through an email, tim at transmove.com. Now, last weekend, I did a sprint distance triathlon with, as part of a team with my son and his best mate. I was like this old fart hanging around kids. Um, I was doing the swim my son was cycling and my son's mate was doing the run and we had it all planned because I haven't taken a run step yet for a fair few weeks since my last Achilles injury and so I had it all planned I was going to come out of the water my daughter was going to be right on the water's edge with a pair of shoes for me so I can put them on and I can shuffle my way up to up up the beach, you know, onto the little, across uh, the road, into the car park, and then I can tag my son, and as I'm coming out of the water, I couldn't see her anywhere, and I thought, ah, oh, bugger it, I'm just going to walk, and because I wasn't going to start running all of a sudden, and, and, and I wasn't going to run anyway with the shoes on, it was going to be more of a, a straight-legged shuffle almost. And so, so I walk up to the beach, and as I got to the end of the beach, it was a bit of a you know a footpath, and then you cross the road, and my son's looking at me, and he's crawling out of his skin watching me walk, and he's he's doing these hand gestures, like, come on, hurry up, you know, and then you walk up this little side, you know, side little, it's not an alley, but it walks up this little side fence thing into the car park, and he's just crawling out of his skin, watching me walk at an alarmingly slow rate, anyway, I finally get to him, and I tag, and he's often, often, um, you know, in a hurry, but it, it was a good good event good day it was um i tell you what though geez i'm exposed out in the open water because i do um 100 of my swimming in a in a pool and you can just i was hemorrhaging time compared to my pool times um in that open water just my lack of open water experiences um on you know massively displayed here so I've, that's something i've really got to work on over this over the coming months I see it try and get into some um and it, and it wasn't it, it wasn't the smoothest water but it was far from the rougher roughest water I've ever swam in but so it, it was nice um so but anyway um it's something I've got to got to get get my ring into gear um I think I think we just shoot it I think that's me gibbering enough so today's question comes from Liam who writes I am racing in Port. I'm racing in Port Macquarie as a first ever full Ironman, and want to know how to ride a hilly, how to ride the hills fast. I won't be riding with a power meter, so I only go off speed and heart rate. How do you recommend going faster on hill on a hilly course? Should I hammer the downhills, go hard on the uphills, and or slow or controlled? Uh, I'll be on a heavy old TT bike, so would really appreciate any tips about riding fast on rolling courses. If you could also give some tips, if you could also give some training tips on how to practice, that would be fantastic. But any other feedback, good recommendation. So... um, I'm in Australia, but Port Macquarie. um, The roads are rough. The roads are dead. It's a pretty hilly course. They've just changed the course. That adds a little bit more elevation. But as far as what I've heard and what I've seen, um, I think that it's going to be a magnificent course on that so there's a, there's a few few things so you haven't got a power meter so um, I wouldn't be pacing via speed um, you can have speed showing you can have your average speed showing but I wouldn't be pacing to speed um, I, if it was super flat and you really knew you a, your speed numbers I'd go, go for it but I think you'd be setting yourself up for failure pacing yourself to speed Heart rate, you could definitely could be pretend, You could pace yourself to heart rate, but again, um, you're going to find it's going to be higher uh, come race day than what you've been seeing for more more times a night. You're probably seeing it higher in um, than what you normally see it on race day. Um, you're probably best to pace yourself for the first 15, 20 minutes on the bike using your heart rate, and the same with the run. Um, and then settle into a groove. So the rest of it's going to be more perceived effort. Um, So generally, the goal with all races is you're trying to become as fast as possible with using the least amount of energy as possible. So always looking for... um, Opportunities to gain speed, looking for the terrain. You're trying to, you know, it's at um, saying you surf the terrain. So um, you're using that, you know, there's right power. I'm, I'm better say right power. You haven't got a power meter, but you right power, right cadence, right body position, right times. So a lot of this is done um, in training out in the real world. And I. I haven't got the best, you know. I call it bike handling skills. It's not the exact wording for it, but um, and I'll and I'll tell a couple of stories here. But I i can't say i've got the best bike handling skills about but while riding out in the real world i consider myself above average i that i would because i it's something i think about constantly i think about um you know different cadences on different terrains different power different body positions different you know i generally think about it a fair bit But any time I ride with someone who has spectacular skill levels, um, I I look like I look like an amateur. I've been I rode uh, a couple of times with this um, guy who's. um, We did we did, arming and aring. I rode rode twice with this guy. One was a shorter ride, and one was a longer ride. This. The first time I rode with him, um, and this is like six weeks ago or so, um, we're we're just chatting a little, um, just cruising around chatting. And then just before he had to go to work, we had some spare time. So we're just going up and down some um, residential streets to put more miles into the legs. And every time he turned he put like two, three seconds into me every corner. And I remember later that day telling my son, I go, geez, his turning skills, cornering, is just magnificent, it's next level. I just, uh, you know, he puts seconds into me every every time he turns. And then um, we did this five-hour bike ride. And he's looking at his cadence selections, looking at, you know, what he does on the hills, the downhills um and then there was right at the end we weren't hand, we weren't fanging it back but we were um yeah, cruising back we somewhere around 220 watts we'll going back right? just just the two of us on this one one section which pff, i don't know 8 10k's worth of riding and i didn't realize i did it until i was exposed um Little downhills, little tilts of of the road that goes downhill or so, I tend to have little micro naps where i take a little bit of the power off so i'll go from like 220 down to like 190 watts or all of a sudden and and i'm riding behind him he's keeping a very his power control is spectacular he's keeping a very even power and all of a sudden he's five seconds in front of me i've got to put in a pretty hard search to catch him um so his bike skills um a completely next level than what mine is. Turns out he—he's he, a—I didn't realise it at the time, but it turns out he's a an ex-professional cyclist um, from the early nineties. But his skill level's tremendous, and I can, as I said, I consider mine um, above average. But he, but I look like a complete amateur next to him, and so um, it, it, that was an eye-opener. And, and since riding with him those two times. I'm looking at ways to improve my cornering, especially, and trying not to have my little micro naps on little down tilts of um, roads. But I, I say that in so as you're riding, you should always look for opportunities to get faster. So on hills, I most definitely would be backing the effort off. So you want to have a, um, especially on race day. Pick a nice easy cadence and ride up you're almost it's almost like a um, you're getting your recovery and going up the hill so you might this is the time you, you're probably going to be sitting up there sitting up as you're riding riding on the hill so now's the time to have a drink get some gels or whatever into you and then on the downhills you want to pick a like, pick a bigger gear and just soft pedal all the way down staying as aerodynamic as humanly possible um, so you can get as fast as possible um, safely can't illustrate the word safely enough um on the and you, you're going to get most of your speed on the downhills and on the flat so on the uphills you you're trying not to ruin your marathon um, the, and that's how you need that's how you probably should look at it is let's not ruin let's not ruin my marathon up the hills Let, let's let's get up here nice and easy and if you look at um oh, what's it called um my best bike splits and I've seen the best bike splits power um, recommendations for Port Macquarie the, the um, they've got the power expectations on hills are very 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 low um, I to the point where I'm thinking is that is that actually right because if you had a power meter you'd say you, not to go over FTP on on the hills keep it definitely under that. Um, but they were, they, I think their highest FTP, like their highest hill was like maybe 90% of FTP which um, on the old course I don't know if that was possible on a couple of those real sharp bits but anyway um, so you want to go nice and easy on those hills, now as for training um, you you want to be trying to become as um, strong as possible and as fit as possible so one session a week you might want to have a low cadence work so starting off with um you know and you want a medium effort so if you're looking at the you know um, no power meter so you go off the the triple M theory um, of moderate or easy moderate medium mad so easy is obviously easy easy moderate is your all-day effort you should be able to do that very comfortably breathing through your nose no sweat hold a conversation zero zero issues medium if it is whatever the interval is, you should be able to do it. Um, it Should be difficult but manageable, so you're not completely gassed. Um, and then mad is as hard or as fast as possible without compromising technique. So as soon as you've, as soon as your technique starts. Changing slightly, you need to back the pace off. So, and that goes with all swim, bike, run. As Soon as that technique changes, um, you need to you need to back it off. You're going too hard. So, um, so you want to be doing some um, low cadence effort, low cadence effort. So, you, and you eventually want to build that to you know a, fa- a fair way. So you can even mix up these. So, you, um, doing doing sessions. Um, like 5 times 5 minutes at a at a medium effort low cadence 60 65 rpm maybe a little bit lower if you're feeling all right and you don't want massive amounts of recovery and so maybe two minutes of recovery these can be done on hills as well so they're they're nice sessions to be done on hills and then you want to follow that by anywhere between um, three and seven minutes at race effort so and they could be um, three to seven times eight minutes or nine minutes um, at race efforts with one to two minutes recovery in between and you want to keep progressing progressing that um so that could be like one session also as you go out for your long rides and hopefully you're going out for a weekly long ride and hopefully they're long rides um you and if you've been for a fair few of them now you can start adding some race intensity so it might be in the last two hours you can start adding 20 minutes at race intensity or race effort. Twenty minutes with five minutes easy, and then eventually go to um, very slowly build to um, four times forty minutes at race effort with ten minutes easy in between. They're the efforts you also want to be testing your nutrition to make sure that's all right. You also want to make sure your nutrition's gonna you got enough carbs. You ideally um, you want at least sixty grams of carbs per hour. Um, Depends how big you are, but between sixty and ninety for the majority of people. Um, you're going uh, going over ninety. It's a it's a craze, you know, hundred and twenty grams an hour. Um, a lot of people are talking about you want to be pumping out a lot of watts for that. Um, you might be able to consume that amount, and you have to train for the, the anything over 90 in particular. You really have to train for. Um, train the gut to be able to handle it. Um, but if you're, you know, not pushing out massive power, um, you, you could be setting yourself up for failure with we, taking in too much carbs. So, but... But make sure you're getting the carbs in, and make sure you're getting them. Um, make sure you're testing it during those sort of efforts, and you want those sort of efforts done on rolling hills as well, so you can really learn um, body position, cadences. Um, but as long as you remember the basics of um, a good, you know, normal cadence on the flat, um, a slightly higher cadence, easy pedaling uphills. Big gear, low cadence, going downhills in an aero position. Um, and if you can't hold the aero position because it's going too fast and you haven't got the confidence and skill level to handle it, at least bend down as low as your hand it can while holding on, and you can still see well and truly in front. Um, you, you should be you should be fine. But and don't empty don't empty yourself completely on the bike. You have got to, got to run. I hope that helps. Um, I think i've jibbleed on enough if you guys have any other questions jump on through to the website trainsmooth.com until next episode hooroo oh. hey,